Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories. Ellen Van Neven is an award-winning writer, editor, and educator of Murunjali, Yagambe, and Dutch heritage, with strong ancestral ties to southeast Queensland. They performed this story at Bleach Festival on the Gold Coast, Yugambe land. They write fiction, poetry and non-fiction and play football on unceded Turbal and Yuggera land. Ellen's books Hit and Light, Comfort Food and most recently Throat have won countless awards. This is the third time Ellen has featured on the Queer Stories podcast, so make sure you work your way back through the archive to listen to their other work. My story starts when I'm walking away from my 30th birthday and I just feel like something might be wrong, I just have a bit of a like weird feeling and the breeze coming off the river is just like not enough to soothe me. I'm like, oh, something's something's happened. And my suspicions are confirmed when I come home uh, to a text from my friend and yeah she was like why did you leave your birthday party early and I was like oh um I left like four hours after it started I kind of feel like that's a pretty normal time and you know like COVID like I was already like a bit socially anxious didn't have that much stamina so yeah, for me, that was like totally normal. And it's my birthday party, so I can do what I want. Um, but yeah, she was like, that started an interesting conversation with her because a lot of things had sort of like led up to that day and I wasn't really feeling my best. And um, one thing that was happening is that my friend, Petrina, she like kept misgendering me like in front of her friends that I hadn't met before and that were new to me and she was like it felt like deliberate because it was like really like a lot like excessive um so I'm genderqueer with the KW because fuck the commonwealth and Um, I don't ID as either a woman or a man and I, I had my, my friend had knew this and I'd been friends with her a long time and she knew, known this for several years. So yeah, normally I would probably like be okay with it, but there was just something that was like kind of digging at me that day. Like, so I was like, all right, this is, maybe this is like an education moment. Like I really know that these like things are like language is hard, you know, like maybe I should just like, yeah, like maybe just say something. And so I sent like a really like polite kind of text to my friend, just explaining like what had happened from my perspective and like my feelings about it. 
like I said, this is a person I've known really, really well. And no, this is not a revenge story. Um, but it is, yeah, this, you know, this, this feeling that was like compounding that I was, that, that I was breaking up with my friend and that we would be going in separate directions. And this had been like coming for a while. Like it wasn't like out of the blue. Like my friend had been making like comments like quite consistently. So I was like, okay, set that text. And then I got a reply, um, which was really defensive and really like, just like accusing me of things and um, just saying that like, I was being too sensitive. I just want to like, let that sink in because that's not a thing. Like if someone says that to you, like that's a red flag, like, so I felt like my feelings, like, yeah, I was just like, okay, all right. It just feels like we can't resolve this at this moment and I'm just going to be me and you're going to be you and I'm going to continue to hang out with people that, like, make me feel good about myself. But it was tough, you know, at the same time I was feeling upset and lonely, but I kind of thought I'd rather, like, have one good friend that, gets me and understands me than a hundred that don't people that like really see me for who I am so like I mentioned before that I wasn't feeling great and that's because I've sort of been supporting a friend that's going through a really hard time so they live in a country where it's really dangerous to identify as LGBTIQ uh, one of like many countries across the world um, where, yeah, like it's just, it's very, it's very dangerous. Uh, this person, my friend Norm, receives like daily death threats, abuse. It's just become like very unstable for them to live in this place. And they're crying out for help. Like they're messaging me. We, we like talk every day. And not only is their, you know, safety threatened by uh, the government and by the people that live there, but also, you know, COVID has added something else and uh, their housing has been flooded, flooded recently. So, yeah, they're really, like, just crying out for help. And they'll say to me that they're feeling suicidal and I just feel... I just text back and I just say, just keep yourself safe for me. Can you promise to keep yourself safe for me tonight? And they say, I'll try. And that's how we like live every night. Like I go to bed and then just wake up in the morning and hope they're okay. And so, you know, I first met this friend. We were in the Philippines together on... Uh, cultural exchange there and I remember the first time first night we were there there was a group big group of us we were the youngest in the group we we're both like 25 at the time both both queer both both first nations both like gender diverse and we just like bonded straight away and there was like this big Mardi Gras um, happening in um, a city like in the north of the Philippines and we we're just like what is this Asian queer oasis like it was beautiful like just a really 
I don't know, probably just like an outsider's view, but I was like, wow, this feels like a country that's like really acceptive and, and inclusive. And we, we had a great time that night. Uh, but Norm and I, we held back a little bit. I think that's part of our personality. You know, we've, we've been through a lot. We, we know that the world is not potentially safe for people like us. And so we, we, we stay back. But yeah, I miss I miss my friend. I miss the time that we sat and ate pizza in vegan. I miss like going in the car, like we, from city to city because we travelled a lot, and like listening to Mariah Carey, Carey's "Touch My Body," which like Norm is like just is like it's a classic. And I was like, well, there is like a whole back back catalogue. Like I don't know. <laughs> how we can, can compare the newer stuff, but yeah, okay, all right. It's, it's, a, it's a modern Mariah classic. It's like third decade Mariah, but yeah, it's great. Um, and yeah, I, I wish I could hug my friend. Uh, I often say that to them. Uh, I just wish that this world was a, a better place and I can only sort of understand what they're going through just a little bit um, because their experience is so different to mine but like for example when I was like listening to Mariah thinking of you they were like I miss listening to Mariah because I live in a place where pop culture is banned and social media like cuts out all the time and I just can't kind of quite imagine like living like that. So I've been going to the library every day looking at like ways to help my friend who's in a really precarious situation, in a really dangerous situation, finding out that their story is like not unique and there are ways of helping, but also feeling like so out of my depth, like just like Googling stuff and like not really knowing and just feeling, I don't know, just like a lot of pressure, I guess. Yeah, just really thinking about the well-being of my friend. But I decide to like reach out and I find out that there's another friend because like at the time I was like I'm the only one that's there for Norm like who else is going to be there like so many of their friends have like abandoned them and uh, but I find another friend that's also been looking up the same sort of stuff and we're able to like connect and compare notes so I like leave the library and I call Norm's other friend and we start like comparing notes about lawyers and like some of the stuff that they've been looking at some of the stuff that I've been looking at also like be able to like shape more of a sense of the story because sometimes Norm tells me these like traumatic stuff that's happened to them and they don't want to go they don't want to tell the story over and over again so we're able to like consolidate that information um I did tell Norm I said you know like I've lost a few friends. A few friends have rejected me because I'm genderqueer and Norm's like just responded and just said, I love you, Ellen. And I was like, Norm's like that friend, like that one in a hundred friend. And I'm so grateful to have met them so much. And so I'm on the phone and I'm talking to Norm's friend about ways that potentially we can get them out of this dangerous situation and I find myself outside Uniqlo and I just have walked the whole length of the Queen Street Wall and I just like 
really can't wait for the phone conversation to be over so I can go into Uniqlo. And so the phone call ends and I'm like straight into that store. And I know it's so like such a contradiction because like fashion industry is like modern day slavery and Uniqlo is like not really the best in this sort of stuff, even though they, they kind of make out that they are, but like, yeah, they're like complicit in the internment of like so many groups of people and that kind of mass production obviously is not good for country, not good for the people, but like it's just so colourful, like it's for me it's like a androgynous, like colourful heaven, like, and I know that there's men and women section, but the clothes all like look the same like I just like I'm just like going like fluidly like moving from one section to the other and like doing my little meditation like 20 minutes through the store don't even need to buy anything just like be around all that color and just sort of like let my worries go um, because I realize that there's like a huge weight off my shoulder knowing that I'm not the only one looking out for Norm, but at the same time, you know, there's no easy way to help them. There's no, like, there's no easy fix to the problems of this world. Like, you know, like, no amount of, like, CBT is going to change that this world is racist and homophobic and transphobic and misogynist. Like, it's not going to help, but, like, I just do my bit and Norm doesn't have a safe place to go. Their house is not safe. Outside their house is not safe. I don't necessarily feel like I have a safe place to go sometimes. I mean, there's Uniqlo, but like, no. Um, So it's just all about like, this year is just all about like cultivating that safe place inside through like meditation, through visualization, just like connecting to that place inside you and I encourage people, other people who are going through these sort of things globally, but also in Australia, like Australia is like not this paradise. Like there are still a lot of people on this continent that are like, they're totally struggling either because of their gender identity or because of their sexuality. I did want to acknowledge that as well and just say that there will never be queer and trans joy unless there's queer and trans liberation. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for updates and me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.